Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. And welcome back to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. And uh, we have another guest for you today. And her name is Dr. Elizabeth Rosner or Dr. Roz, right? That's right. <laughs> Dr. Roz. Well, welcome to the show, Dr. Roz. How are you doing today? Ah, oh, fabulous, fabulous. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. I am just deeply grateful that you reached out. And um, I'm just excited to be able to speak with you and your audience today. So thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad you could join us today. And I want to introduce everybody to you, of course, um, and feel free to add anything if I miss anything. But um, in addition to being a certified trainer, uh, Dr. Roz works for the, well, she's a certified trainer for the Martin Luther King's philosophy and methodology of nonviolence. And she could talk a little bit about that too. I, and she is the founder of Thriving with Dr. Roz, that's R-O-Z, for those of you listening, whose mission is guiding young people to discover their purpose and passions using a proven blueprint, GRIT, that's you know, all caps, everybody. And that's G period, R period, I period, and T period. She will talk about that, I'm sure. And teaching them to create wealth by graduating debt-free. Who who doesn't want that? Yes. So they can so then the students can then launch into their ideal career with financial freedom. That sounds awesome, Dr. Roz. I, was, I wish I had known you a long time ago, right? <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I hear that. I literally heard it this morning. I was, uh, I, I, in, in another aspect of my job, I'm a consultant for the King Center. And I was talking with somebody from Ernst & Young, who's in the Chicago office. And um, she just, you know, was asking me about my day. And I was telling her I was recording with you. And she said, oh, I wish I had you. Uh, when the, she, she graduated with over $100,000 in debt. And um, it is just, it, it is um, stifling the amount of student loan debt, particularly because it, it doesn't have to be. So, um, so you, you follow my tips and tricks and, and everybody that's listening today, I, I'm laying out my whole program today. And so, oh, wow. uh, so you'll, you'll have, you know, you'll have the foundational nuggets and, and everybody will be able to have actionable steps at the end of this podcast. That's awesome. Cause I know I am, I, luckily we're in Georgia here and I'm sure you deal with people everywhere, but um, in Georgia, they have the Zell scholarship, you know, if they right. get a 1200 on the SAT or certain, uh, you know, great, uh, certain score on the ACT, then they can get a hundred percent tuition. Right. And then we've got right. the hope, which is awesome. Right. Cause that's 80%. And none of that was around when I was in college, right. which it was, but, right. um, and I, I want to say, cause I've looked it up that uh, people that have kids that may be in seventh or eighth grade or something, you're not 
realizing how much college is today, I looked it up and it's an average of, and I'm sure you can confirm, 38 to 50,000, depending on where you mm-hmm. go. Exactly. Especially in Georgia. I looked exactly. up Georgia. Yeah. You know, That's you, exactly you know it's right. got to be more if you go to an Ivy League right. or anywhere else, right. of course, California. Right. Or right. If you're and out of state tuition. That is per year. And, oh, per and, year, right. You know, and so that's not your entire education. That's per year. And right. um, the average graduation rate uh, in Georgia is uh, is uh, five years. And so, um, you know, you mm. think about even 38,000 times five, how much money that is. That's a lot of money. It is. <laughs> it is. It's it at is. least one year of your, you know, once you graduated your, your salary. Exactly. <laughs> Probably. Exactly. At least. So, so yeah, we can dig into want, that differently. I wanted to start with the show and say, you know, ask you what was your journey that you took and that got you to where you're at today with your company. And of course, tell us the name of your company again. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, my company is called Thriving with Dr. Roz. Um, the primary focus of this interview today is going to be my uh, program, Debt-Free Degree with Dr. Roz. So it's graduating fully debt-free. A little bit about my trajectory, uh, as Helen mentioned, um, and thank you for that lovely introduction. Um, as she mentioned, I am a certified trainer of nonviolence for the Martin Luther King Center here in Atlanta, Georgia, for those of you who tuning in from other parts of the country. So what that means is is I teach the philosophy and methodology of nonviolence literally all over the world. Um, I also am a consultant for them. And um, because I believe so deeply in the idea, the methodology, the philosophy of nonviolence, then that's why my focus is um, on debt-free degree. So I talk about in my coaching program exactly what that means with um, students who right now, the average student loan debt is $75,000. So I am so old, I realize that you all are just listening to this you're not looking at me but I am so old that in the last millennium my very first house cost less a little bit but less than $75,000 and so here we are this is what people are graduating with wow so if you look work in my program then um then you can go a different way and plan a different trajectory and that is a form of nonviolence. so that's how it all fits together um a little briefly a bit about my story um I have three degrees including my PhD and I only took a thousand dollars in loans and I can show you exactly how to do that as I like to say my program is very simple but it's not easy so the steps are you know I can lay it out but um but you you've got to put in the work and put in that that sweat equity on the front end that's awesome yeah so I see you uh you earned three degrees, including your PhD, with mm-hmm. only 1,000 in loans. Do you yeah. want to say anything about yeah. that or anything more? Sure, sure. So um, so students, when they hear that, they think that I wrote a check for my tuition at, for all three degrees, and that is not the case. Sometimes I was able to do that. Um, but um, with my undergrad, um, I got Pell Grant because of, um, you know, I was uh, from a, a low-income family, and then um, had um, some family members who would pitch in and help with books and housing, and so that's, that's part of the grip blueprint that we'll get into in a little bit. For my master's, it was a uh, rehab administration grant for every year I was in graduate school. I had to work for two years after that in the field of rehabilitation. So working in higher ed with students with disabilities. So that's primarily what I did in my higher ed career with uh, 30 
plus 35 years experience. And wow. then um, my PhD I got because um, I worked for University of North Georgia. And if you work for the University System of Georgia as a full-time employee, one of the benefits is tuition and fees at any in-state institution. It does not have to be a degree related to your current job. So um, there's a story that I will tell, um, you know, sometimes to folks about a, a student named Henry that is utilizing that as well. Um, so um, there's a lot of sacrifice in there because um, uh, certainly with my master's, I had the opportunity to get a really phenomenal job with a great salary. And if I'm just being honest, it was a great office location right on the corner, just a beautiful location. But that job didn't didn't satisfy the the grant to pay that back and mm -hmm. so you know it's not as if oh it's free money and whatever it's you know you're you're accepting this on the front end with the understanding that you may have to make some sacrifices and so I wasn't able to make that career move and so that was a sacrifice on my part but I also have never again other than that thousand dollar loan that I had in my undergrad um, I haven't had student loans and, um, you know, return on investment and return on investment is so incredibly important to think about in terms of long time. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me when I did my master's and how um, they paid off, I, be I believe it was my master's or specialist degree, they paid off 5,000 because I was in a Title I school. Excellent. For, yes. I think three years or something like that, if I recall correctly. And if you were a special ed teacher, I mean, I think this is going to come down the pipeline more and more now because they're really in dire need of teachers right so they need to come up with more ways to pay for those those people to go to right. school so i think they were forgiving loans i, I had a stanford loan when i did mm -hmm. my specialist degree mm -hmm. so I, I got five thousand forgiven my sister got the entire thing forgiven because she went into special ed Excellent. So, see, see, already it's that mindset of how do I get, how do I attain this education without accruing debt? And um, I find that sometimes the society, the community, the educational community um, will just say, sign the loans, get the education, figure out how to pay for it later. And there's really not a lot of other um, investments that we make in our life that that's the financial advice, you know, mm -hmm. um, and and to my knowledge, again, I'm not a financial planner, I'm not a financial expert, but to my knowledge, there aren't tons of programs out there who are going to say, oh, Elizabeth, here's a free car, or here's a free house, but there's 30 billion, with a B, 30 billion dollars just in grants and scholarships out there in the United States, much less all the other, the stuff that, that we can talk about in our program. A special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. Have your children ever test for the gifted program in their public school? Maybe they have, and it's been less than two years. In most cases, in Georgia, you cannot test your child again for two years. However, looking at an eligibility form from the prior time they tested is very important. At Dynamis Learning Academy, we do this and are qualified to uh, coach you and instruct you on how to navigate the system, which means your child could possibly be tested again sooner than you think. Also, if your children are um, looking to get in the gifted program and they did not qualify two years ago, let's say, then they can be tested again. 
reach out to us at 770-282-9931 so that we can discuss this possibility and instruct you on how to move forward within the public school. Thank you. So tell us about this GRIT blueprint for debt-free degree, because I want to hear about this myself. I'm excited. <laughs> yes, yes. So when I started thriving with Dr. Roz, I had seven programs, and all of them are undergirded by the uh, acronym GRIT. All of those mean different things for different programs. In terms of debt-free degree, and I actually, the other six have sort of gone by the wayside, um, and I'm really deeply focusing on debt-free degree. And so with debt-free degree, the G is goal is a uh, uh, grants and scholarships. And so that's exactly what I was just talking about, $30 billion in grants and scholarships out there. And so mm. students will say, you know, how early can I begin that? Um, I've had students as early as sixth or seventh grade earning some kind of scholarship money. And, you know, people may look at a $500 scholarship or a $1,000 scholarship based on, you know, the $38,000 a year that you mentioned and say, ah, why bother? Do you know how long it takes a high school student to earn $500 or to earn $1,000? Do you know if you if you don't accept that and then you take student loans and interest and the balloon payments and all that stuff, how much that $1,000 turns into that you could have had paid off by an essay contest? And so mm -hmm. I just encourage students just to begin as early as middle school, really. But um, as quickly as you're listening to this, begin your portfolio and begin looking at grants and scholarships. So that's the G. The R is return on investment. I had a conversation with a lady about a month ago. She was a non-traditional student. That means she was, you know, over the age of 25. She was actually in her 40s. And her goal was to be an attorney. And she had never gone back to school. So this was her opportunity to do this. And she was in, uh, at the end of her second of four years in a bachelor's program, looking towards law school. And she had already accrued $40,000 in student mm. loans. Wow. I said to her, if you stay on this path and let's say that you don't accrue another dime for the rest of your bachelor's and your law degree, which is hard to, hard to do for a particular, particularly for a law degree, how long as a lawyer would you have to work to pay off the $40,000? We were on Zoom and she just blinked. I mean, her eyes just blinked and she looked down and she said, I never thought about it. At 40 years old, she was just taking those student loans and, and just thinking, I'll just pay it off later. I'll be an attorney and I'll make, you know, bukus of money and, and it won't be a problem. Well, it can be a problem. And the other place where it really is a problem that people don't talk about in terms of return on investment, I was talking to uh, a young lady um, last week and she was saying she's mapped out a plan to graduate fully debt free, but her boyfriend is on target to have. I think she said $50,000, so below mm. average, but still $50,000. And she was still talking about it like, I am going to be fully debt-free and he is going to have $50,000. And I said to her, but if you marry him, y'all have $50,000. And she just looked at me and she goes, I never thought about that. <laughs> so you know, there, there are times that people are coming together and they've got over $100,000 in student loan debt getting oh, married. Yeah in addition to all the other debt that's out there. Well, so that's a good point because when I got married, I did have still my scholarship, I mean, my, um, um, you know, loan for the mm -hmm. educational leadership degree that I had, the EDS. So yeah. I still had about 10,000 left on that. And I actually used the sale of my home to just go ahead and pay that off. 
before I got married because I just didn't want it coming into my marriage, really. And a lot of people look at that and they go, oh, I'm not going to marry that person. They got too much debt. Exactly. So they definitely need to call you, Dr. Ross. (laughs) Think about it. It's something to think about. So the I in grit is interconnectedness. And that is always the I for me. So um, that idea of interconnectedness can mean literally thousands of different things. For me, I am interconnected with Helen because we are a part of the world house. I'm interconnected to every single person that's listening to this podcast because I believe there's something here for every single person, whether or not you use this program or whether or not you tell somebody, just changing that mindset. I'm interconnected with my higher power. I'm interconnected when when I you know sit in the sunshine and take in all the wonderful vitamin D. So also I talk about working smarter, not harder. So when we were talking about that, $500 essay, you know, you can write some really great essays and get some, you know, quality people like Helen and some of her tutors to go over your essay and make sure it's really, really tight. And then you can reuse that over and over and over for essay applications for entry into school, etc. So that that idea of working smarter, not harder in terms of the interconnectedness um, is certainly key. And then um, the T is my triangle approach. So if you will picture a three-legged stool you know you can picture how you would balance that on one leg is sm that stands for student money as a student what is it that you're going to put in to make sure that you graduate debt free so the number one thing is the mindset that you say from the outset i will not take student loans or if i do i have a plan that i'll pay them off say within a year or something like that but but making sure that you're you're setting that intention from the outset. So that's the student money. It's also making sure, for example, I had a student um, about a year and a half ago now. She had a part-time job and she was making, you know, minimum wage or something like that. And uh, she had the opportunity to go to work for another organization making just a little bit more money. And I challenged her. I said, if you're going to be making about the same amount of money, why not research and go to an organization that either helps you with tuition or that would pay you back because sometimes institutions will allow you to earn uh, scholarship money and sometimes they'll say for current students we'll Mm -hmm. pay you back for grades and so it could just kind of depends so if you're going to spend that amount of time then why not go someplace where again it's interconnected so you're working you're making money but also you're getting scholarship money or or something like that so there you know there are fast food places there are grocery stores there are a lot of different places that that will provide something like that so that that's the sm the fm is your family, your friends, your folks, the people you're familiar with. And so, as I said, I used uh, SM, obviously. I I was on Pell Grant and I worked 44 hours a week when I was in my undergrad. Um, I also had family members who would help me with books and et cetera. Um, When people say, well, I I can't work full time while I'm in school. I get that. I mean, sometimes that that is the case. Also, though, sometimes that is a mindset thing. Sometimes it's, do you understand that if you work a 40-hour work week, that is 22% of your hours of the week. That means you have 78% of your work week that you can do whatever you want to do and you're earning money. And so, um, so it's just something to think about in terms of mindset. So the FM 
Um, recently, I had a student who who went through my program and uh, she was a, a sophomore in high school and she has committed to and has told all of her family, I don't want another birthday present or another Christmas present until I graduate from college. Mm. All I want is money. And her parents took her to the bank. She has set up a savings account. It's tied to her debit card, her checking account. And so um, so anything that she gets for for gifts or anything, it all goes in that account. Plus, also something she learned from me, anytime she wants to go to Starbucks and she opts not to spend that money, she moves it from her checking account over into that account. Anytime she's perusing through Target because she wants another outfit and she says, oh, I could have spent the $25. I've got it in my account. She moves that $25 over to that savings account. And, it, and she's really loving watching it grow because mm. she knows that while the outfit today would be fabulous or the coffee today would be fabulous, Knowing that you're graduating debt-free feels even better. Knowing that books can cost six, $700 a semester. So how many outfits at Target is it going to take you, you know, if you are just thinking short-term versus, you know, putting that aside for the long-term. Then the OPM, that's that's the last leg, OPM. That is not OPM. I had somebody with my Southern <laughs> accent that thought I was asking people to sell OPM. No, OPM. That is our favorite, y'all, because do you know what that is? Helen, do you have any idea what that is? Other other partners other people's money yes other people's money yes 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 so um those are your grants and scholarships and your you know your jobs on campus and um utilizing your uh your id card there are just so many things under opm so that's my triangle approach cool i like that that's pretty cool <laughs> especially the part about other people's money exactly <laughs> exactly honey we all like that now that's our favorite but that right? is a terrific idea like for holidays let's say for christmas or birthdays to have people give you money instead of you getting things you may exactly. not really even need exactly 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 yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah. Um, yeah. Or start a little business and put it away like my niece was doing. She was like right. just putting it all away. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. Even That's with great. Uh, when she was my maid of honor in my wedding, she, I said, would you like a massage or a foot massage or something like that? Or what would you like a, a gift card to somewhere? She goes, no, just money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was different. <laughs> so what's the uh, best piece of parenting? Oh, wait, I think I skipped one. How can students begin planning now to graduate debt free? You know, the biggest thing, and, and this is really the crux of my entire program, is that mindset. You mm. set your intention that you're going to graduate debt free and you'll do it. You know, for students who say, I, I want the mindset, but I want to go to this school, or I want the mindset, but I want to go when I want to go. All of those different things impact that. But if you set that mindset, if the mindset is what is the clear direction, then you'll be able to do it. Um, I uh, talked with um, some families at a, a like a, a parent conference, so it wasn't somebody that was working with me, but this dad was talking about, um, you know, and this was uh, actually in another state where, where I was at an organization. Uh, as a, a guest speaker out there. And he was saying, you know, my daughter has a chance to go to choice A, which is about five grand a semester or choice B, which is about $50,000 a year. And mm -hmm. he just shrugged and he goes, you know, I'm sure she's probably gonna choose school B. 
And in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, my parents did not say, hey, go into Tiffany's and pick out whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, that was just not, I just didn't get to make that kind of a decision. And, um, and he admitted that, um, that neither he nor his wife had gone to college and um, that they were wanting to give their little girl everything that her heart's desire. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But what he was telling me is that he was committing to $200,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. And, and he was, you know, all of us who are parents of kids who are 18 are at some point sooner rather than later wanting to retire, right? So here was somebody who was with his eye on retirement saying I'm going to accept this 200 grand in debt because he wasn't he 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 admitted he did not see value in my program and he would just take the loans because that's what he wanted to do I think that's also Mm. a mindset that um somehow I'm going to sacrifice for my kids to give them everything that they want the sacrifice is beautiful but the thing is he didn't have to do that he could have her look at the grants and scholarships and go to the school for five grand and blah, 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 blah. There were all these different things that they could have done to mitigate that. And, you know, they, they opted not to. So that's interesting. Yeah. I, I believe there is a mindset out there about that. You're right about that completely. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about it that way, but there definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is the best piece of parenting advice that you have received over time that helped you become, I don't know, are you a parent? I am. I am. Yes. Yeah. My son actually, um, he also graduated debt free. He just graduated in May. Um, We had mapped out a plan for him to graduate from undergrad and law school debt free. Um, uh, He got out of college during COVID and, you know, uh, law school is on the distant horizon. And so, um, but he graduated fully debt free. And um, he, in addition to using the, the triangle approach that I talked about, he has started his own nonprofit. And so he's working full time and then starting his own nonprofit. And uh, he's very much in this fire movement. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? No. It's um, financially independent, retire early. Yeah. Um, and so he, um, so because of the mindset that he has, then he currently is um, working a job that has commission. And so all of his commission is going in a savings account. And then he's also, you know, in a startup. And so he probably will move up relatively soon. And he said, I'm just going to live off this base salary amount. And everything I make extra is going to go towards investments. So that and he's 22 now. So his plan is to be fully retired with, you know, four streams of income, at least by the time he's 35. Awesome. Wow. I mean, who knows if it happens, you know, but that's his mindset. And that's the thing. He probably will do it. (laughs) He probably will. will. But let's say that, um, that today you set your intention to graduate fully debt-free. If you shoot for that, and let's say you, you have to end up taking 10% in student loans. That's much better than than taking the 38 a year times four or five years. So. Right. Exactly. I yeah. agree with you yeah. there. Yeah. What did your parents teach that has helped you become a better adult, would you say? You know, when I, uh, my dad has been gone. Um, he died in 2000, um, and, but I still have my mom. And both of them were, my dad was, and my mom is very, very loving. 
And um, that was, that's really what they left uh, with me, that legacy of loving others, um, which obviously um, is exactly what Dr. Martin Luther King talked about in his, you know, I have a dream Washington speech is, you know, really loving others, just having that agape love, just mm -hmm. again, goes back to that interconnectedness. You know, I'm connected to every single person here because they have a spark of divinity in them. So regardless if I know you or not, I can say that I love you because you are a human and you're part of my family. And mm -hmm. um, there are other kinds of love that are conditional. You know, sometimes people fall in and out of love and sometimes, you know, you're having issues with your kids or whatever um, and it can feel conditional. But that I see you, I see your dignity, I see your worth. Um, and that I, I think is the greatest gift that my parents have given me. That's awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful. Definitely, I'm Greek, so I know all about agape and that word. Oh, and the wonderful! The different, the different words of, of love. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that's great. Oh, mm -hmm. wow! All Greek terms. <laughs> so, what do you have a favorite quote or affirmation you like to share with the audience today? Um, I, uh, I would say uh, the grit. You know, just just looking at you know. Um, uh, committing to that. And again, that mindset, I, I just, I keep coming back to that because, mm -hmm. um, you know, as I said, uh, I thought that educators would be a great source of uh, referrals for me. And what I have found is that educators are often telling students, just get accepted to the college and accept the loans and figure out how to pay for it later. And mm -hmm. so they too are not proponents as a whole, as a swath, I, I'm not trying to paint everybody with a broad brush, but as a whole, I would say educators are not the best people who are ambassadors for a debt-free education, and I would like to change that. So yeah, that sounds, yeah, that would be nice. We need to change that for sure. I guess we've got to get the word out more so. Yeah, because, you know, schools will proudly say X percentage, if it's not 100%, X percentage are doing something post high school, some sort of education. I would like them to then say an X percentage of those are on track to graduate debt free or mm -hmm. X amount of them have have already either earned, you know, the first year debt free or something like that, you know, and that those stats be included as well. Mm hmm. So how would uh, parents get a hold of you? Um, I, I assume it's your email and your phone number. Do you want to yes. tell them that? Yes. So uh, so my phone number is 415-964-1199. Uh, my uh, website, well, my uh, email, um, and I think you will probably have that in your um You'll probably put that in the show notes, right? Yes, the, uh, I will. I have both so, the notes. Um, and then um, uh, as, um, as you all will note, um, I just have recently launched my Patreon account and um, there are different levels of membership. So the lowest level is $10 a month and you will have access to all of my teaching videos. And then it goes up from there. And then I drop video teaching content every month. And then the $25 a month people We'll do a book club every month and we'll do a Q&A every month. And then the $100 a month people have some actual uh, laser coaching with me and some other things. So, um, but I have just uh, launched that February 1st. And so I'm thrilled um, to have this opportunity to have gotten to speak with you about that. And, um, and that, that is going really well. So building that, that Patreon community, because what was happening was um, I wasn't having enough 
space in my day to do the one-on-one coaching and more and more people were saying I I just want to know how you do it or whatever and so that's why I developed the Patreon so that's awesome so that's patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash debt-free degree for those of you that are listening but it is definitely going to be on the show notes but I know a lot of people listen to podcasts audio so but you definitely need to get on yeah. and see the show notes so you can just click on that. <laughs> right. right. So right. thank you very much, Dr. Roz. I'm so excited that I've had the opportunity to interview you for this show. It's- How delightful for me to be a part of your community. And so I, as I said at the beginning, I am deeply grateful that you reached out. You have an amazing community. You, The things that you're doing in and around Atlanta, um, I, I, I don't know if you, if you tutor, um, folks outside of Atlanta, but um, just the work that you're doing. And um, I also love your niche that you, um, you meet students where they are. And um, even, even for, for your listening audience, um, we were talking before we started recording and there was a student that, that had a particular need and, and Helen assessed that and then met that need very in, in, you know, just like, here's the individual need. And so things are not cookie cutter. Things are very individual individualized with you and what a beautiful gift you are to tutoring to education to um, all the things that you you do and so thank you for letting me be a part of this today I appreciate it thank you it's it's a pleasure to have you on for sure and I know parents this is like well there's a big topic right because it's I mean a lot of parents are looking to retire right when they're sending their kids to college right right? so why it's all about mindset like Dr. Ross said why I know the way I was taught to was let's sacrifice and let's pay for the Mm -hmm. education but the you know the world is different today and I just want you all to reach out and look for the other ways to make your life so much simpler and have and go with this grit. Uh, yeah. It's a terrific, um, you know, approach and blueprint to getting debt free for college. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I would definitely follow it if I was a parent today. Right. <laughs> well, right. thank you very thank much you. again. And everybody, uh, we will see you again at, on the next episode of Smart Parent Successful Students. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember, I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at helen at dynamuslearningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.